Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, and I'm here to dish out practical advice through experience to help you elevate your business and your life. I'm the owner and CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services here in Nashville, Tennessee. We're going to be covering a variety of topics in real estate, and you'll also be hearing from expert leaders in the personal development and entrepreneurship communities. So pull up a seat because we're about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Today, we're jumping in the topic of time management and boundaries. When I think of time management, I think of no such thing. We all have 24 hours in one day and can only get what we can get done in that time. So I like to think of time management more as distraction management. And distraction management is what we all struggle with. You have your day set, you have your calendar set, you have your to-do list set, and then the phone rings with a meltdown Mm -hmm. type call. You get a text that has to be addressed, emails that have to be addressed. Someone steps into your office just to say hi, and then they get really chatty about what they did for the weekend or what they're doing in their life. You may be heading into work and a water main breaks and it just stops traffic and then you're an hour late to work and what do you do then? Luckily we have cell phones and you can get some stuff done, but still, you know, offers come in on your listings that you're not expecting. A new listing comes up that you have to get to, to show a buyer that day. Offers fall through. Clients take significantly longer on appointments than you had scheduled for. I mean, there's tons and tons of Mm -hmm. things in real estate that can take you off your day and what you think is a a well-set schedule. And Heather, I've just gone through sort of a litany of those things. Have you? Do you have some of those that? Yeah, I bog think the, you? the biggest distractions for me throughout the day is email and texts. Yep. So I need to turn the notifications off of my computer, but I think I will get on a task of putting some documents in order, getting them ready to send out, composing an email, and then something else comes in or a text message. And then I forget what I'm doing. (laughs) I have often sent emails that I never finished because a distraction hits. I I thought I finished that email and hit send. I mean, I'm just going, or I've left it in my drafts. Yes. And I never sent it. Two days later, I'm going, (laughs) huh? Yeah. So we're all guilty. We're all guilty of this. And what these distractions cause, other than your day getting shot up pretty quickly, is that you start feeling these feelings of stress or that you can't get it all done or you're going to drop the ball. Mm -hmm. And that's where that stress comes in and can create a myriad of problems for you for the rest of the day. Um, It's funny because many people go into real estate because they want to work for themselves and have independence and freedom and come and go as they please. I interview agents all the time. Yeah. And that's why they want to come real estate. They're like, I want to be my own boss. I don't want to answer to anybody. But what they don't realize in real estate is that once you get busy, all of your buyers and all of your sellers are your boss. Absolutely. And and if they're calling you, then you've missed the ball somewhere because you should be calling them first. I always say if your client is calling you first, you've lost. Yes. You've got to be on top of that. That's a well said. And to top it off, real estate also is a deadline type business. Everything we're working on, there is an expiration date and a deadline. And if you drop the ball for your client by missing a deadline, that is why they've hired you Mm -hmm. to handle all this stuff. If you drop the ball on one of those deadlines and it causes the contingency 
to be removed without it needing to be removed yet or something of that nature and you've put your seller or buyer in a predicament, that's on you. You can really squirrel the entire transaction at that point. Absolutely. So managing these distractions and throwing the concept of time management out the window becomes imperative, as I said. And the only way to do this is by setting some good boundaries on yourself and on your time. In real estate, as we've discussed on several episodes, your professional and personal life go hand in hand. They are intertwined, so weak boundaries can get you in trouble. I, as you know, (laughs) am super guilty of having weak boundaries at time. A big challenge for me is that I really do believe I can get it all done and I can add more to my plate. I think, yeah, I want to do that. I can do that. And then I end up saying yes a lot. And before I know it, I'm overwhelmed with the fact that there really is not enough time to get it all done. And then I have to hunker down and reinstate my boundaries. And it would be so much smarter just to always keep those boundaries instead of letting them weaken and fall off to the wayside. Right. So let's talk about a few common sense tips in setting boundaries, not only in your real estate career, but with everything. Let me tell you guys about Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what their members create, and they're here to support you through the process. They provide capital and services to build businesses. They offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. They work with artists to reach their audiences. They help nonprofits transform our communities. And often the most important work they do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. They're here because what you create matters. We're all creating something from the artists on Music Row to the business leaders throughout our community, even those caring for their families. We're all building, growing, dreaming, and improving. We're a community built on collaboration and creativity. That's what makes us Nashville. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. Number one tip is no is a complete sentence. That is right. It is. And we've heard it before and it's true. So why we don't do it more is beyond me. But uh, avoid allowing people to take advantage of your energy. You don't have to turn down every request, Mm -hmm. but give yourself time to think about saying yes or no to something. I get so excited with the idea of, oh, I want to do that. Instead of really thinking, do I have enough time on my calendar? Right. Yeah. Capacity has been something that I have had to really look at for myself because I am one that, oh, would you volunteer for this? Will you take this on? Yes, yes, yes. And it's been a lot of those yeses that have made me stop and look at my capacity of what I can handle in a day and in a week. And then the things that I'm doing are those helping my goals. And so just looking at that has helped me say no, but it's taken a very long time for me to get there and recognize this is just what my capacity is right now in this season in my life. It may change in a year, but right now it just is what it is. And so I have to say no. Well said. That's an excellent exercise to do every day is look at your capacity. Because once you spread yourself so thin, you're no good for I'm no good. anybody. Yeah. You know, you're just giving little nuggets to everyone and not the full you. So no is a complete sentence. The other thing, I know you do this, I do this. Set your day the night before. Yes. Write out your to-do list. 
the tasks that you have to get done. And we talked about at the beginning of the podcast here of this episode, you do that and then all those distractions, but at least you have a roadmap of what you must get done. And I read a good book probably 15 years ago. It's by Brian Tracy and it's called Eat That Frog, 21 Great Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time. Ooh. I lo- it's an easy book. Okay, I need Many to read this. Many of the books this. I talk about, as I say, are easy reads. But this book, it tells you how to assign an alphabet to your task, either an A, B, C, D, E. A is an absolute. So when you look at your to-do list, if something has an A next to it, that absolutely has to get done that day. Okay. If it doesn't get done you lose. Right. Type thing. The B is something you should do, but only has mild consequences if you can't get it done. Right. Like I need to add three people to my database today. Eh, It may not get done, but the world doesn't end. Right. It's still on my list. Still on the list. C is something that would be nice to do, but there are no consequences if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. D, which is my favorite, is something you should delegate to someone else take that off your list, (laughs) you know, delegate it to somebody else. And E is something that you should just eliminate from your list. And things to consider eliminating are things that continually get moved on to the next day. You never get it done. And finally, it's like, why the heck is this even on my list? Yeah. So remember that A through E. Okay. Okay. That's been very helpful for me to manage. I think I do something similar to that with reminders on my phone. I think I showed you that when you were unable to write. So (laughs) This has been the summer of broken bones for me. I had a broken wrist. I'm left-handed. I couldn't write. So Heather showed me some good hacks. Yes. So on reminders, if you have an iPhone, it comes with the app reminders. I will think of things at the most random times, whether I'm driving or brushing my teeth. Oh, I need to do that. And it allows you to set a date. And if you set a date, it will say today or you can say tomorrow. So maybe that kind of follows along with the A, B. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I know if it's a today item, I look at that multiple times a day so things don't fall through the cracks. Right. And what you said also about saying no, I really liked, and that applies to your to-do list. What is getting you closer to your goals? Which tasks get you closer to where you want to be to feel like you've created a win for mm-hmm. your day, for your day. The third thing is don't worry about what people think. I mean, that is a big one. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is the best weight you'll ever lose is the weight of other people's opinions of you. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> and it's true. We yes. carry the weight. No one's paying attention to you. No. I mean, we like to think they are. Well, we hope you are listening to this podcast, but other than that, no (laughs) one's really paying attention to you. They've got a lot on their own plate. So so just take that off of yourself. Realtors are people pleasers. Mm -hmm. And we if you are doing your best job, and if you remember your only competition is you, yeah, you know, compete with yourself. That's all you need to do to have a successful day. So true. And then the fourth tip I'd like to give is that when you have something planned with your family or friends, make that an appointment on your calendar. Mm -hmm. One of the goals we have for our clients is for them to think that they are our only client, that their needs are very important because they are. Yes. But they're spending a lot of money. This is the biggest transaction, the biggest monetary thing they will ever do. And they want to know that you are 100% focused on them and their purchase or sale. So I had it happen to me where 
I forgot to tell one of my new agents this. Um, if you have something with your family, call it an appointment. Right. Right. Um, if you're going to your child's soccer game, you have an appointment at four o'clock. If you're going to a PTA meeting, you've got an appointment at seven o'clock. I'll call you after or let's talk in the morning. Everything should become an appointment to your clients. I've been in more closings when when we're finished, the client says to me, you we're so busy. We hope you can take a vacation now because you gave us so much time. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at him going, well, I've got 10 more people just like you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to feel like that. I want you to feel like you are my only client because that's the type of service I want to give to my client. I, I want them to know that they're the most important thing. So my family also becomes an appointment and you've got four kids. So yes. you have to have to do that. Yes. I have an appointment at 630. It's called mm-hmm. a middle school football game. Right. <laughs> so one of our agents, when she was new, she had, this is 2011 when the market still had not come back from the recession. And she remarkably sold a home in three days for full price for a very high maintenance seller and, and all sellers. Get, I mean, it's their home. Of course sure. they, they're, they're paying attention. They're on it. This seller called me just mad and aggravated because he said, your agent, she's always in the carpool line or going to her kids, this or doing her kids that or going to dinner. Go, I need her working for me. And I'm going, okay, th- thank you for your concern, but she sold your house in three days She's gotten you through the home inspection and through the appraisal. I don't understand why you're upset. She's she's done right. the job not only well, but extremely well in this type of market to get you from um, listing to a potential closing. And he said, well, she should only be focused on me. And I was just blown away. I'm going, wow. But I get it now. I mean, yeah, people, so it's a big deal. It's a big deal for mm-hmm. them. You know, we're doing transactions every day. This is their one deal. So realtors listening out there, your client needs to be made to feel that that's the most important thing going on in your life at that Absolutely, time. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had lunch with a client who's become a friend Yeah, and we closed on their home this summer, um, just kind of during the height of crazy. And at lunch, you know, it's still busy. So I have phone calls and text messages and I was like, excuse me, hang on, excuse me. And she said, I had no idea you were busy. And I thought, yay, Uh wonderful. You had no idea. I was able to kind of, you know, if I'm on a showing or I'm with someone at an inspection, I'm not on my phone. Right. Those just have to wait. So it was a little victory for myself. That's a huge victory. (laughs) That's a huge victory. And that's, I mean, what we're just talking about. We want our clients to think that they are the only one. And for her to say that, huge. Yeah. Because you're Heather Warmbrode. You're awesome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So lastly, let's land this plane. How do you manage distractions through boundaries? Honestly, a lot of times you just need to, number one, create space that you can work undistracted. If you're Mm -hmm. working in the office building, which I'm always typically working at the office, I don't work that much out of my house. I've got to close the door sometimes. Because people stop in and say, hey, and I love that. I love talking to everybody. I love hearing what's going on in their life. But when you're busy, you have to shut that door sometimes and just get it done. 
you work mostly out of your house. So I do. I'm sure you have to shut your door of your home office. I do. And, and you know, my kids are older, so they're all in school during mm-hmm. the day. So my house is completely quiet during the day. And so that is really nice. I'm yeah. able to just, and I'm an early bird. So I get a lot done really early in the morning. And then I'm able to go to appointments, record, things like that Good. for the rest of the day. Good. And you already mentioned, Heather, also turning your email notifications off so you can get stuff done so you won't be distracted by email. Yes. That is such an important one. And I, I have the double screens and I used to always have my emails pulled up on one screen and then what I was working on on the other screen. Now I've taken the emails off and I just have my calendar on that screen so I can just see what I have to get done versus those distractions constantly popping up. And speaking of emails, because those are a big distraction Jen Wilmoth, who works with Laurie Oswald, who was who has one of been one of our guests mm-hmm. on the podcast, she came and worked with me to help me with time management and distraction management and how to be more productive in a day. There's four things to do with emails so that you're not sucked into it all day. So choose your times that you're going to do email. If you're going to do it at eight in the morning and two in the afternoon and six o'clock at night or whatever time works for you. The first thing, delete it delete everything you don't need from that email. Number two, drag it. Drag it into a category that you've set up in your Outlook or your Gmail that it can fall under if it's a task that you have to get done through that email. Number three is do it. If you can answer that email in less than two minutes, go ahead and do it and knock it out. If it's something that requires a lot of your time, that's when you're going to drag it under that other category. Okay. And lastly, defer it. And when I say defer it, There's so many things that I want to read that come in through email. There's a lot of industry news, real estate industry news. There are several different things I get in email that I want to read. And then I just put it into my defer task. So when I have time, I can then read it. But I'm getting all that stuff out of my inbox. Right. So it's not just dragging me constantly into the inbox. So again, it's delete it, drag it, do it. If you can do it in less than two minutes, or defer it. And this has turned out to be a great time saver and boundary for me to just go to my emails a few times a day instead of being sucked into them. Right. I like the two minute. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Mm -hmm. And then a great book I read is called Boundary Boss by Terry Cole. Did you ever read that? I have not. It's a good one. It's an excellent book on setting and keeping boundaries. I listened to it on Audible, and then I bought the book also because I needed to highlight some really critical pieces in there. Mm -hmm. But it's a great, easy read, so I encourage you to read that. And she also has an amazing podcast. So that's called Boundary Boss by Terry Cole. I'm going to download. I love Audible myself. I know. It's good. So for any of you guys struggling with boundaries and struggling with distractions, maybe you can take a few of these tips and just implement a couple and see if it helps, you know? It is, like Brian Tracy says, eat that frog, and Mm -hmm. it's just one bite at a time. Nothing's going to change overnight, but little bitty things each day can add up to big things over time. Agreed. Agreed. And I'll mention the office day. Yes, One more Heather, time. Heather is great for the office day. <laughs> <laughs> I live and die by the office day, even though sometimes it gets cut in half or sometimes it's moved. Um, I'm you know, a little bit flexible with it, but it, it truly is a game changer. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, let's wrap her up. Yes. Okay. Oh, I do want to mention one more thing. Heather and I want to answer your questions. And 
as a podcast, you can't just call in. So email any questions or any topics you'd like for us to discuss at podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. That is podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. We're going to take an episode where we answer questions and create new topics that might be interesting to our listeners. Yeah. And I'll get that added to the show notes. Great. Thanks, Heather. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. The Wilson Group Real Estate Services is one of Nashville's top premier boutique real estate firms. We specialize in working with buyers and sellers for housing, investment, and commercial needs, as well as offering a full-service property management division for your investments. Check out our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Hey, if you're loving the show, we would be delighted to hear from you. Be sure to go over to your podcast app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews, and tell us your thoughts. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and move up in their life.